everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 500. Woohoo! We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ori Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And a wild spice has appeared. Quick, there's a wild spice. Ari, throw your Pokeball. Oh, crap, I ran out. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, on five, we hit 500 episodes, and we do run into some slight issues here and there. So, you know, things happen. Like, two commercials didn't run... I forgot to hit the record button to record the video, but I'm not too worried about it. I can fix that in the post-op, but, you know, it's all it's all good. So, you know, so, yeah. And, Wild Spice, you might want to turn up your microphone just a scotch. Wonderful, wonderful. And let me go ahead and stop this video in the background. So, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Uh, just, I've been worn down like you wouldn't believe. I believe it, mate. All that overtime you've been doing? Yeah, I'll get to that. <sighs> oh. I need a nap. You need a lot of things. <laughs> I'm still still in a honeymoon mood, so... <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to hear a post about any con babies, Okay. No. Good. Good, because no. I, 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 I'm kind of too old to be watching any watch my uh, watch any con children, because you know I still have a social life. Well, something of a social life, so you know. What is the social life you speak of? Something interesting that happened to me over the weekend. And I was just like, well, so this is what it's like to have a social life. Hmm. <laughs> oh man, we got so much to tell y'all and catch up on. So, anywho, we're going to go kind of right into the thicket of things. Uh, we are live tonight, week of May 25th, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here live every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11 Eastern Standard Time here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And don't forget, we are part of the Voice of Geeks Network, and you can find them at vognetwork.com. They uh, stream every Sunday at 8 p.m. at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. With the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. And don't forget, we have a Discord. Uh, you can hang out with us there at vognetwork.com slash Discord. And basically, you know, every show that's part of Voice Geek Center has a little channel. So come through, hang out. It's all good in the hood. So, yeah. All right, let's, let's kind of start things off tonight. Um, kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, for one, uh, it was payday, but it's not as, you know, big as, as it's been because I'm mm -hmm. still getting, uh, what do you call it, you know, workman's comp pay for, for this check. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, hang on. Okay. Uh, when it comes to work, I, uh, I did a whole lot of it this past weekend. That's like, good. I picked up two doubles, which ended up being 17 hours of overtime. Oof. And I had about four hours of sleep because I ended up getting home super late Saturday night. 
and had to get up at 4 o'clock in the next morning. <clears throat> so, and also at work, a lot of people were calling out, which made things a complete disaster. So, which means we're, we're, and we're like constantly understaffed, so we're like scrambling mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, put workers around. So it was just, I like, I, I only, I had yesterday off, but it, I didn't even leave my apartment except to throw some clothes in the washer. I was just that wiped out. See, I, I see. You remind me of my of my retail days when so many people call out and people ask to work extended shifts, this and that, uh, do turnaround shifts and stuff. I mean, the money is there, but at the sacrifice of your sanity of what or what's left of it. Yeah, they, they, they had so they had so few, uh, you know, collectors that they asked, you know, other supervisors to go out and work in the booths, which I did. Mm hmm. At least they were very grateful for it. Now I totally get that. But yeah, next the next check I get is going to be much better. I can tell, but I still had to finagle a lot of money around so that I can actually, you know, pay the rent this month. So basically, when you get when you get that check, you'll be hearing the themes. You'll be hearing Million Dollar Man's theme song in your head, or the Shane McMahon one. <laughs> that too. Yeah, it, it's been very dull. I'm a, I'm sad to say. Sorry, guys. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. Marco Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not horrible. Uh, but I, the, my allergies. Uh, this allergy season has been absolutely horrible. So I did my work from home on Friday. Um, so once I got home Thursday from work, I did not leave the apartment until Monday when I had to go back into work. I was basically in bed all weekend. So, uh, that, that was fun. That was fun. I, I will be very, very happy when the trees stop having sex. For some well, reason, I'm suddenly reminded uh, of this one song. Um, I for I think it's called "The Rabbits Are Having More Sex Than Me" or something like that. And the video is just like all hand drawn and stuff. It's just crazy. See, I wouldn't mind if the trees were having sex if they didn't involve me. Mm. You know, they can have as much sex as they want, but it, it should not be involving me. That's that's not right, and it's not fair. Nobody wants to be covered in tree jizz. Mm. Exactly. Um, I'm hoping, because we're supposed to finally get some rain this weekend, I'm hoping that it's enough that it gets rid of what's already there Yeah. before the trees start giving us more. Because um, I, I know that's part... I look forward to having neon green stripes down, like, cascading down my car. For yeah, yeah. And I, like, I know that's part of the problem, is at least in this area, it hasn't rained for over a week. Um, so the pollen has just been building up and building up and building up. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping that after the rain this weekend, and then given that it's a three-day weekend, um, that maybe by next week I'll be feeling better. Gotcha. Oh, and I and on a side note, 
I did find that video. It's a it's a, it's a video by a group called Tism, and the song is called "Everyone Else Has Had More Sex Than Me," and it's about this one rabbit with the number one. And all his other rabbit bunnies friends, well, you know, has had more sex than him. I remember that. Yes. That's I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm going to post a link to the video in 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 our in our chat here, if it'll allow me. And as Ron Rafortman says, what did I walk into tree jizz? Basically, yeah. I mean, if you think for some for some people the trees have had more sex than regular people. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Not a word out of you, Wild Spice. That's why I did my little uh, question marky uh, emotes. <laughs> mm -hmm. What? Sure you Nani did, more? pal. Nani? Yeah, Nani, that's Oh God! Nani? <laughs> Anywho, imitated like it wasn't Fist of the North Star. <laughs> and as Ron Reporter was, this is why I watched this stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, I understand. So, Wild Spice, it's been a while. How was your week? How was your day? And how have you been? It's been. 84 years. No. <laughs> um, it's been going good. Um, just been working, um, getting back into shooting weddings because we're mm -hmm. getting weddings starting to happen again now. Um, I just got back from my honeymoon two weeks ago now. Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, can you guess where I went, guys? <laughs> hmm. Uh, it's a place with a mouse and a castle and yeah. <laughs> anyway. So basically, um, what you're saying is you stayed in the castle in the Lower East Side of Manhattan with, next to Pizza Rat. And just remember, and just remember, that's not a rat. That is a single father feeding his four children. But yeah, I went to uh, I went to Disney World. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, um, it was good. And yeah, just happy to be here. Hoping mm. to start streaming again per my therapist. So yay. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Your therapist suggested that uh, you, you stream? Yes. So um, just wow. because cool. like with the pandemic and things mm -hmm. like that, like a lot of us have fallen into a routine of we end up doing the same thing over and over again because we couldn't do so much for so long. Right. So she actually recommended I get back into doing things I like doing. And she was like, you like to stream? You should get back into streaming. <laughs> well, what's yeah. kind of interesting is I've actually told my therapist I stream and he thinks it's a pretty good thing. It kind of keeps my mind off of other things, stuff that's going to cause trouble. And y'all know how much of a troublemaker I am, so. Yeah, and, and, it, and it lets you be social with people. It helps mm -hmm. you connect with people when you can't necessarily connect with people. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm definitely all, all about that, so. Yeah. So what else have you been up to? That's it? That's really it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do more cosplay shoots, but I guess people have been holding off because of, um, you know, 
the the vaccine thing now, and all that. Don't, but hopefully, should be getting back into that outside and everything. Don't get me started on that. I have been reaching out to people about cosplay shoots, and it seems like evidently people like us. I guess we're not really that popular enough, so they're going to be like, "Well, that's a great idea. I'll let you know." Meanwhile, famous cos photographer is booking, and everyone's throwing money. And I'm like, I'm doing this for free, so. I, I am reminded of this one quick story, and I'll talk about my weekend day. I understand that struggle. <laughs> like, it's a I, charge, but no, I, I understand the yeah. struggle completely. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I know, it, you know, I know there are people who are like, if you want better than me, I will recommend you and a bunch of other people. Just remember, you got to pay them. So, you know, but I was at Liberty City and some friends of mine were cosplaying from Love Life Sunshine. And I tagged along with them and I started doing photos. Now, they paid for a photographer. Now, during the shoot, Dude's battery started to die. He had no extra batteries or anything. That happened to me. I'm like, hold on. Battery swap. Done. You know, and I kept going and I posted the pictures and they basically said the photos I took were a lot better than the ones that they paid for. So I was like, oh, ouch. Trust me, it's not the first time I have heard that. I have known people who have paid a lot of money for, for, for photos and gotten really piss poor quality coming back. But that's a story for another time, whatever, you know, me and Wild Spice will probably jump on that at a later date. So, you know, anywho, so, yes, Ron before 21, paid photographer without an extra battery. Yes, there are cosplay photographers who walk around thinking one battery will get them through the whole day and think that by the time they get back to the room and charge the battery, it'll be good. Yeah, have a... Have a back, have a backup battery, or have a backup camera. Like I always have two cameras with me usually, but yeah. <laughs> you always have a backup battery, and then you have a battery for that backup. Yes, and just yes. and, and uh, backup, just backup. <laughs> and just remember when you buy your you new camera. For everything. Just remember when you buy your new camera. Yes, you can buy the official battery for twenty bucks, or you can get an aftermarket battery, three pack with one or two chargers for 25 bucks. So you will have up to four batteries, two chargers, no excuse. So, yeah. Anywho, so my weekend day has been pretty interesting. First things first, I finally got my new bed set up, so it's nice. Hooray. Thanks. And I forgot, I used to have a captain's bed, and I forgot how much space these beds take up. I, I set this up, I didn't realize, but I needed it because it has, I needed a drawer space. What sucks is I can't access two of the drawers on the left-hand side because my bed's up against the wall. But the front two drawers is all I really need. That's all I really need. So that's set up. I kind of lost like two inches of space because when I play Borderlands on Mondays, I roll my my gaming chair in front of my bed. But because I used to have a futon, I had extra space. Now it's not so much, but it's okay. So everything is set. So I have to really get adjusted to the fact that I'm actually literally sitting up while watching television late at night. But it's nice. I can't complain. And I have noticed that I'm waking up before my alarm some days. So I guess because I have a really good mattress this time. So sometimes Ikea does have good stuff. So that's that. 
uh, also my friend Emily, who's on social media as Akane Satome Cosplay, we actually hung out for the weekend. We actually bummed around Coney Island. We bummed around Manhattan. Like, we hit up uh, Nintendo New York. Uh, she wanted to check out Trash and Vaudeville and Seek and Destroy and some other places because I didn't know. she she ha She's a punk and a goth girl, and I, I honestly didn't know. And I think I seen some pictures of her, but I never put two and two together because she's always posting her cosplay stuff, which was really cool. We did that, um, and basically we just chilled and hung out. So I was like, "So this is what it's like to actually go out and be social, you know?" And to be perfectly honest, I I didn't mind having my mask off walking around because we're both vaccinated, so it's okay. We just kept the mask on when um when we were going inside stores. Now, what's funny is, not funny, but interesting is, when she came down, um, when she came down, she didn't want to park in my neighborhood because she thought something might happen to her car. Meanwhile, Mako-chan and Ari and a bunch of other people have parked in this neighborhood and nothing has happened to their car because my neighborhood's quiet like that. But she found a a parking garage that was two stops down from my house, which is also a 10 minute bus ride. So I'm like, okay, good. She says she's there and I make my way and I just see this lot. I'm just like, I don't see her car. I leave the lot and I go down the street to another garage and I'm like, not over there. So I walk back and I'm looking and I'm Googling the location. I'm like, where is, I'm like, where are you parked? Come to find out. The whole block is at one address and a security guard told me, yeah, you got to go inside the building up the elevator to get to the parking garage. I was like, oh, it would have been nice if that was updated on Google Maps. So, you know, but other than that, it's it's been pretty cool. And Sunday was just another chill day. And Monday I celebrated my birthday by eating by eating my weight in sushi. So, you know. Mmm, sushi. Sorry I couldn't get you anything. Eh, don't worry about it. I The place I ordered from, the sushi wasn't as good. But, you know, it happened, so I'm not too, too worried. So it was still pretty tasty, so it was that relaxing. Playing, like, almost four hours of Borderlands with friends. So, you know, I, so it's all good in the hood. So that's basically has been my weekend day. So, uh, housekeeping. There we go. Uh, let's see what's on the docket for housekeeping. Uh, don't forget, <coughs> uh, podcast VODs are available online at uh, youtube.com slash anime jam session. There is a playlist that says podcast VOD. So if you happen to miss an episode, remember Twitch will keep our episodes up for two weeks and then it's gone. You head over to YouTube, you'll see all of our episodes going back to the beginning of January. Uh, side note, thank you, C. DeBerry. I appreciate the, uh, the birthday wishes. Uh, let's see what else is here. Um, don't forget to support, uh, Vogue Network merch, uh, head over to, uh, Vognetwork.com slash shop, and you'll see some merch to help out the Voice of Geeks Network. Every little bit counts. Uh, don't forget, uh, we appreciate the bits, the subscriptions, everything. So if you look down below, there are links to donate to our Streamlabs, biddies, and all that good stuff. All the money that comes in just, just keeps the show going, the hosting and all of that stuff. So every little bit is truly appreciated. And 
I have to say, you know, I just got the first cash out and basically hosting is covered for the whole year. So I'm like, hooray. I'm appreciate that, you know. And Hiccup Pixie says, my favorite place in my area closed. I miss my dragon rolls. I, I have a story about that. There was this place called Osho Sushi. I used to order from all the time. They moved a few blocks down. And then like within a year, it was gone. It was like my only place I would order from. Now I find other places I order from, but it was like my one go-to place. So, you know. It, 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 it was, it was, uh, it sucked, but it is what it is. Uh, let's see what else is here. Also under housekeeping, I want to, I was going to talk about some chaos that happened within the community over the weekend, but there's something else I want to talk about real quick that I feel it's a little bit more important that can be related to that. Um, in case you haven't heard, uh, May is, um, National Mental Health Awareness Month. So I'm just going to say that I, me personally, I have been in therapy for about a year dealing with some issues that I need to work on and, and it's been helping. So I just want you all to know you're not alone. If you have problems, you can always reach out to somebody. Um, if you don't know where to begin, you can call the National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP and they will help you with anything mental abuse, substance abuse, general questions. They will help get you the proper information for mental health resources in your state. And if you do have insurance, if you pull out your card, there is a phone number on there. A lot of them have like a 24 hour nurse line or customer service line. Call, reach out, and they can help you, you know, find the right person you need to talk to. So it's all good in the hood. And there's literally, there is nothing to be ashamed of. Now, I was going to say make a real bad joke, but I'm not. But the reason why I want to bring that up about, you know, National Mental Health Month is that over the weekend, the cosplay community saw some shit go down. And basically, a lot of people are saying this cosplayer basically had a mental break. And the thing is, you don't want to have a mental break on social media because people will remember that. If you have those types of issues or whatever, you know, social media is not the place to really talk about it. There's help, there's help available, there's resources available. So again, if you need assistance on finding somebody for like a psychiatrist, a therapist, group therapy, or anything like that, uh, call the SAMHSA National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. It's the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration number. They will read out. They will help give you the proper resources so you can find out, find information and support within your state. So we're gonna go ahead and get to Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we show off some of our geeky stuff that we've been up to during the week. So Ari, what you got? Uh, well, since you know it's 500 episodes, I was I was thinking you know we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Something else that about a long time. This is like the first, you know, anime-related action figure I ever purchased. Wow. I still have it. And, uh, you know, it was like a line of it, but the cool thing is, like, you know, you had clothing damage, so you can't really get the back part off well with the hair in the way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still had it. I also had to hide it from my mom, you know, after, I, after she found it because she flipped her shit when she saw it because she didn't, like, 
she was like thought I was wasting money on you know um, stupid shit like that. And uh, uh, I know that feeling. It. I mean, like really, like got overblown and disproportionate about it. Like screaming at me. It was. It was not fun to experience. Will Smith said it best. Parents just don't understand. Got it. Um, and what do you have for us today, Mako Chan? Looks like we have. Looks like it could be Tanuki Luigi. Um, <laughs> it is actually my build a bear Luigi. Uh, I had it out because I actually brought it with me, um, for Michelle's stream. Uh, just because it was the whole Mario weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, I am still impatiently waiting for Build a Bear to put out a Daisy dress, so I will finally have Luigi and Daisy. Um, Build a Bear, get on that, please. Uh, but yeah, so um, I just wanted to, because he was there, I just wanted to show off my bear. It kind of blends well with your desktop. I. <laughs> That would be because um, I, I am slightly obsessed with the color green. Only slightly? Uh, well, considering my entire desktop is themed green, and I just bought a lime green computer chair, and half of the crap I own is green. Yeah, just slightly. <laughs> Even I my car is green. Come on. I thought it was more of a teal blue or something like that uh the official color for it is um cactus green mm. or no cactus mica cactus mica and it's ron because, before you know toyota does really weird car paint names i i believe it and as ron before Toyota says always cool to see mako chan stand-ins and hiccup pixie says i love the color green green and purple are my favorite I like green and purple too, and I, I know enough of my friends know that my favorite colors are green and purple. Um, so like when I'm purchasing items from, um, Sayan Yatin over at Star Knight Industry, um, they know that my favorite colors are green and purple. So they do accents in those colors. Um, when they know that you know when they're picking picking random colors, so it's really nice to know that like I have just a collection of. Uh, wonderful crap that fits my color themes. <laughs> That's great. And as Cedar Beery says, also the little peridot in the corner. That is um, for my computer. My computer is actually named Peridot. So in uh, three of the corners are little peridot stickers that uh, ended up adding to it. So like, you've got I that one. I thought with a silent T. Peridot. No, it's Peridot. And that one our favorite green dorito yes green dorito and while she is not my favorite of the uh crystal gems i do enjoy her because you know she's green <laughs> she's also a snarky pain in the ass which is why i love her mm. she's just like you i i sense a trend here well yeah um <laughs> yeah i i i i yeah, sort of. But no, I, I I'm I think I'm definitely more amethyst than Peridot. And considering amethyst is my uh birthday gem, it is sort of fitting. 
but my favorite is Garnet. Because she is Space Mom. She is Squarehead Space Mom. <laughs> she looks like she, she's screaming, You dense motherfucker! In that bottom left one. More or less. More yeah, or less. pretty much. Pretty much. All right, Wild Spice, what geek stuff you got showing off for us this week? My shirt, which has my favorite Disney character on it. Stitch. It's my boy Stitch. Yes. <laughs> have you watched the Stitch anime? No, I have not. Might want to look into that. Yeah, I know. I need to. It's been out for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, I... Uh... I love Stitch, so when I saw this hoodie at Disney, I had to pick it up because Stitch. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, and to go back to Mako-chan and Color Green, she already knows this part, so, you know, she's probably a little giddy about that. Green connects us to the Powerpuff Girls because of um, Buttercup. And if you... Not Buttercup. Uh, yeah, yeah, Buttercup. Right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Buttercup. Yeah. The f they had the looks like the, the CW had to go back and reshoot the pilot all over again. They're like, nope, redo. And and seeing screenshots of the script, it it was really really bad. It best way I can describe it: Powerpuff Girls meets Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Oh my. You know, he actually made a high school AU vert like episode that was specifically to mock those kind of uh, fanfic tropes and the and the fandom took it at face value. Mm. Look, I, I said they should just take Powerpuff Girl Z, make it live action and make it a little bit campy like Super Sentai. I think everybody'd be happy about that. So that I would be happy as hell about for a live action mm -hmm. mainly because craig mccracken was actually consulted for the entirety of that series yep so they actually bankrolled the creator to help them out with that mm -hmm. that is why the series was so damn good all right so from i see from my geek round table i i've just been gaming really you know i've been playing more mario kart with people online and also i'm holding here the present that mako-chan got me so i was wondering if you had opened it yet or not no i no i decided to wait till we were on stream for that so first thing i'm going to do is i am going to turn off the background effect so that we can see what this is I have a feeling it's a shirt and a figurine because the way the way it's wrapped, but we'll see. Okay, let's look at the first shirt. <laughs> what is it? I think I think Wild Spice is gonna be a little jealous. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I think nice. Bob Coffee will be a little jealous if he sees this. And it's a Guilty Kiss shirt. And I think everybody knows Guilty Kiss is my favorite subgroup and from Aquars and Love Life Sunshine. <laughs> so now I have two Guilty Kiss shirts. Perfect. And let's see what's in the box here. Just read 
bubble. Yes, it is not a figure. Okay. I will say that. Well, I have an I have another drinking bottle. It's a Johanne yeah. drinking bottle. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, bats are her little are her insignia. So this will definitely match the Johanne shirt and and a uh, hoodie that I have. Thank you. Welcome. I gotta show this to V. She's gonna she's gonna flip her shit when she sees this. Because so. bats are her thing, so. Okay, put this over here. So that means I gotta go through my existing water bottles and stuff like that and find a couple to put in retirement to make room, so. Anywho, uh, let's get down to business. Uh, we're not going to defeat the Huns, but we are going to pay our... I don't have no time to play around. What is this? Yeah. We're going to pay our respects instead. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let me uh, bring it up here. All right. Yeah, Berserk creator Kentaro Miura passed away at 54. He was so young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's best known for his dark fantasy manga, Berserk. It was now through Berserk's official Twitter account by the editorial department at Young Animal, the magazine that serialized Berserk from 1992. The official statement expresses the editorial department's deep sadness for Ramirez's passing. In addition, it says that they remember him always smiling and almost seeming like a young boy speaking about his favorite anime, manga, and movies. Uh, born in Chiba City in Pre Chiba Prefecture in 1966, Miura became creating manga at a young age. He did his debut year Futatabi was published in 1985's Weekly Shonen Magazine. After a prototype of Berserk was published in 1988, it became a serialized work in Monthly Animal House from October 1989. And following the tumultuous journey of two mercenaries in a relationship with, with, other, with each other, Berserk was lauded in Japan and internationally. Yeah. So, yeah. It, he was really young too, mm -hmm. in in that regard. And a, and I, had, I I can't imagine like someone just fall, like finding him falling asleep, like finding him like slumped over his drawing table when they found his body. Uh, mm. Well, I do know one of his editors who was like his protege actually spoke out and told people you know Mura was a very healthy person. You know, he had a very healthy lifestyle. And, and I'm reading some other articles and how Berserk made an impact on, on like JRPGs like Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, um, I think the Dark Knight class from FF14, and I guess Dark Souls and a few other, you know, anime and games where, you know, the main hero walks around with a big old sword, you know, so we have Berserk to thank for that. And as Dark Tetsuya says, the missus and I were watching one of the Berserk movies on Netflix the other day. Figured better late than never to check out the series. I didn't even know there was a movie. I know there was like a short TV show, but a short anime, but that was it, you know? But yes, he will be missed. I kind of hope that his, his protege will pick up the work where he left off because in case you haven't realized, he never finished the manga, so... Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? All right, let's have a little bit of positivity here with the Cosplay Summit, Wild Spice. Yes, so 
the World Cosplay Summit is going to be happening this year. It's set to be held on August 7th and 8th, and it's going to have online and real events. So um, they announced on, well, the World Cosplay Summit Executive Office announced on May 22nd, the world's largest cosplay event, World Cosplay Summit 2021, is set to be held on August 7th and 8th of 2021 with a mix of online and real events. The World Cosplay Summit is an international event that began in 2003 and attracted 300,000 people from 40 countries and regions around the world as of 2019. Due to the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, last year's offline events were canceled for the first time in its history. But this year, some offline events will be resumed. With the tagline, we can start again, and the determination to start the World Cosplay Summit once again, the organizer will carry out the event while taking all possible measures against the pandemic. This year, um, oh, sorry, the World Cosplay Championship, where cosplayers from all over the world gather, will not be coming to Japan this year due to the current difficulties in traveling overseas mm -hmm. and will be held online only. This year, representative cosplayers from each country and region will film and edit their cosplay videos, which will be judged live online to determine the world's best. It'll be streamed from the Oasis 21 stage. In addition, cosplay photography and social events, mainly for domestic cosplayers, will be held at Oasis 21 and other venues in Aichi Prefecture. And... It's also being held simultaneously with Aichi Pop Culture Festival, which is a comprehensive pop culture event organized by the Aichi Pop Fest Executive Committee. So yeah, I didn't even, I completely even forgot about World Cosplay Summit until I started seeing like posts on Twitter and things about that, about people filming their entries. So yeah, it's really good they're still doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally forgot about it too, to like one of my friends told me that they were entering. I'm like, Go for it, you know? And as you're reading this article, you know, I, it's like I'm hearing, you know, you know how they're going through this. I'm here. I'm hearing the, the opening theme from Pokemon play in my head. And you hear come all these cosplayers putting out their very best, you know? <laughs> but honestly, the only issue that I have is what they, that they call WCS as a summit. Far as I know, there are no panels about cosplay. It's just a big no. old competition. It's just, a big cosplay competition. Just call it what it is. World Cosplay Competition. Grand prize winner gets a trophy and championship belt, and you ask them to come back next year to defend their titles. I mean, just do <laughs> I that. They, I, I think they call it a summit more because the stuff that they actually do in Japan besides the cosplay contest yeah. is a tour of japan so you figure all of these people are really into um the animation part of japanese culture mm. they actually yeah. bring these uh, the cosplayers to temples and to mm -hmm. some of the older cities so that they're able to really immerse themselves in the culture i i think that's where the summit part is coming in Probably, they also yeah. do interviews with the uh, like dignitaries and things like that in Japan too. So well, also if they're getting a championship belt, I want to be able to run in and cash in the money in the bank on them. Yes, yes. Here comes DJ Ron Messer, Ari Rockefeller, cashing it in, doing our cosplay versions of Ash and Brock and the style of um that tag team from WWE. 
I forget their Edge name. Christian. No, well, Edge Christian will work too. But I was talking about Enzo Amore and you know. Uh, Enzo and Cash. Yeah, something like that. But you know. Yeah, but, but Enzo turned out to be a, a total asshole. So. Yeah, that was a gimmick. <laughs> the she, the the shine kind of wore off. Yeah, but my thing is, it's just that it's like. I kind of compare this to, like, Colossal Con, where Colossal Con is a water park convention. When that con is around, I go on social media, all I am seeing is bikini cosplays left and right, and it's like, nobody gives a damn about the panels, the guests, or events. It's just water park cosplays, and cosplayers catching attitudes with some of the people there, because it's their part, you know... With WCS, all I hear about is just the competition aspect, that and the parade of the cosplayers. Everything else sort of takes like a back seat, and I really think that if it's a summit, they really need to reiterate what all else goes on with this. But you don't really hear that, so it's kind of, kind of, you know. But anywho, my friends are in it. I wish them the best, and I hope they bring home. They bring home the championship. Okay, next up, we're going to see a Kamen Rider and Super Sentai crossover film. Um, I think last time we had something similar to that. We had a crossover with uh, Gokaiser and Space Sheriff Gavon, which was, which was pretty cool. I think it was like two or three episodes, but a crossover with Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. I'm kind of all for that. So, let's see. So, according to the official website for Saber Plus Zenkaiger Superhero Senkai, this year's crossover film of the Kamen Rider and Super Sentai franchises began streaming a teaser trailer for the film on Sunday. The video reveals the film's July 22nd opening date. But what it's, what's going to happen is the film is promising to bring together 37 Kamen Rider characters and 46 Super Sentai characters for a total of 83 characters in a whole. The film celebrates the, both the 50th anniversary of the Kamen Rider franchise and the 45th uh, anniversary of the Super Sentai franchise. That's going to be kind of cool. And I don't also, believe it's been running for that long, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I that runs. I have, I'm like two seasons behind on Super Sentai because I started watching Kira Major and I just totally forgot. And now there's a new see there's a new show out, so that means I can pull all the Kira Major and sit down and watch that. And C W says, remember when they had the U S Mask Rider version? Now I feel yeah, Saban's Mask Rider. I remember that. And it was a crossover with Power Rangers because they wanted to have them have them share a universe. Well, it was Saban, so it was kind of understandable. Well, it's not as bad yeah, as I, I, I mean. It's understandable that when both of them come to the states, that they would have the crossovers mm -hmm. like they do in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as oh, say, Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the uh, in space crossover. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the, uh, fuck it, it's going to be canceled, let's just do everything series. And Theo X asks, when did the Power Rangers fight the big bad Beetleborgs? Oh, that was uh, Forever Red. The uh, Allison Wild Force. You know, ten, year, ten years and they got 
the first 10 red rangers up up to that point see i knew of forever red but i didn't watch i didn't they, watch it i think at that point i was like yeah no Beetleborgs, they just uh, reused the costumes well you know they came over on a slow boat from japan so you know hey anywho moving along to demon slayer which is like the anime everybody is talking about and if you haven't watched it the uh, tv series yet you really should. Yeah, so uh, Funimation actually reported this past Saturday that Demon Slayer the movie is now the number two highest earning anime film ever in the U.S. Um, as of this past Friday, it earned 43956487 dollars edging out Pokemon 2000 the movie which uh, made just under or just about uh, $200,000 less um, 21 years ago. The only movie that so far has surpassed that is uh, Pokemon the first movie, uh, which is Mewtwo Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. That is at $85 million, um, almost $86 million. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, not only has it surpassed the highest paying or the highest box office anime film in Japan, which was Spirited Away, now it's done the same thing, um, almost done the same thing in the U.S. Uh, and it's still going. This movie has been out for quite a long time, um, and it's still going, both here and in Japan. Because people are so obsessed with this. I thought I would have assumed more on the US side, more due to the pandemic, given that there's like only like let's be real, there's only like four movies in the theaters currently. And and normally anime films are in theaters for like maybe a month, if that. But, yeah, most most yeah. of these uh anime type films are only in theaters and they're not at least in most of the theaters, uh, not unlike, you know, um, New York City or L.A., where they might actually put a the movie in for the full run for two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, most other theaters only get the movie for two or three days, maybe two weeks. So you're looking at only getting, you know, four or five showings of the movie. For this movie to still be in theaters, for it to still be making money, for people to still be going to see it, um, you're not talking about somebody going and only seeing it once. You're talking about somebody going and seeing it multiple times mm -hmm. for it to be up to this uh, this amount. And, and I think given how much it may opening like weekend... That, I, I, you know, people go to see the same movie in, in theaters lots of times. True. Like, yeah. you know, people are bragging about how many times they've seen X, like whatever movie it is. <laughs> Marco, didn't we see saw, Clerks I two like three times? Pika, uh, Detective Pikachu three times in theaters. Don't don't forget. I saw, I saw um, uh, Clerks two three times. Three times in theaters. Yep. Twice in the fifth. <laughs> twice on opening weekend. Um, so there are very. I mean, there are movies that I will go and see multiple times when I like it. Um, so I, it's not that unheard of, but. For something like this, which is very niche, um, given that it is an anime movie, 
to be making the type of money that it is. I mean, yes, you do have the fact that there aren't a lot of movies mm-hmm. in the theaters right now. But the fact that, again, we're in a pandemic and this movie is still making that amount of money yeah. without some people actually going to see it. I mean, there's a huge group of people not going to the movie theaters, yep. not going out still. You know, they're still trying to do the right thing in social distance. This movie is still making that amount of money during this. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Can you imagine how much money this movie would be making if it was a normal, you know, a normal season? Honestly, you blown the Pokemon movie out of the water. No, I'm just saying normal. Oh, yeah. If this, if it, if it was normally, this movie would not have be wouldn't be making as much bank in theaters. Like I said, the pandemic is working in its favor. There's not a lot of movies in theaters. People talk about how great it was. So yeah, like Michael Chan said, people are going back. I have not. I think maybe one or two people on my Facebook have have gone back and seen it multiple times. Like I said, I'm waiting on it to be released on. Through Funimation, so and I think when Funimation saw the numbers coming in, they were like, you know, let's put it out there because normally anime films outside of like Pokemon are a Yu-Gi-Oh are again are niche films. So there's only gonna be like maybe one or two theaters in your town that's going to be showing it. Like there's there's like the city center the- cinema. That's where I have gone to watch all of the Love Life films because that's because there really isn't any other theater that's going to show it. But yeah, given, and I don't even get the Love Life films in Jersey. And given that, you know, movie theaters, it's slim pickings. The theater's like, fine, we'll take Demon Slayer. And they're probably realizing, wow. Oh, wow, we're actually making bank. I, I kind of hope, yeah. Yeah, I hope Demon Slayer sets a standard so that when another anime film goes to theaters, it will be mainstream available. I'm That's what I'm hoping for. Well, I'm hoping that this is showing you know, Funimation and Viz that these movies that are coming to Japan that you're thinking aren't going to do very well, if you give them an actual chance, they might surprise you. Because, again, you know, even the Dragon Ball Z movies, I had to travel over an hour just to be able to see the Dragon Ball Z movies in theaters. Um, So, I mean, that's that's not... Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly convenient for, you know, people around. But this movie is in most theaters because most theaters need it. So I would like to see. And again, it shows just how popular Mm -hmm. not only the animation style is, um, but also the storylines. So if you're looking at more adult-themed content... Which is what this is. This isn't a Pokemon. This isn't a Yu-Gi-Oh. This right. isn't for five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're they're making money off of it. It's showing that people want to see it. So if they brought over some of the more adult-themed animated movies, they, you know, this is showing them that hey, you know, that that might actually work. And and don't forget with the fact that. Uh, Sony owns Funimation. There's your influence and distribution there. So, all right. Uh, let's see. What do we have next? Ah, some Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. 
By the way, while you talk Sailor Moon, I got something on my shelf I got to show you after the after you talk about this. All right. So they've come out with an MV for Sailor Moon Eternal Films insert song, Moon Effect. When I read that, I thought of Moon Revenge from Sailor Moon R. Did anybody else? <laughs> Made me think of Moon Revenge. Um, the official YouTube channel for the Sailor Moon franchise has started streaming a three-minute music video for Moon Effect, the insert song of a two-part anime film, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal, the movie, released in Japan earlier this year. The song was written, composed, arranged by the six-member Music Creators Guild band, Geshoku Kaigi, who previously joined the Sailor Moon, the 25th anniversary memorial album in 2018. The clip features various footage from the second part, and its full version will be included in the first press limited edition of the film's DVD, Blu-ray, to be released in Japan on June 30th, 2021. The two-part film was based on the fourth Dead Moon arc of Naoku Takeuchi's original Sailor Moon manga and was produced as a direct sequel to the Sailor Moon Crystal web anime series in 2014 to 2016. Its first part was released in Japan on January 8, 2021. Then its second part followed on February 11th. But yeah, I, I, I can't look at the words moon effect and not think of moon revenge, even though I'm pretty <laughs> sure they sound completely different from each other. Probably yeah. so. One thing yes. is they said here that the movie, that the movies will be available on Netflix outside of Japan on July 3rd. If memory serves me correctly, it's, is it June 3rd? Oh, this says a two part film, Blu-ray DVD, Blu-ray will be available in Japan on June 30th. Yeah, but at the bottom of the article here, it says Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon oh. the Eternal movie will be available on Netflix outside of Japan on July 3rd. July 3rd, yep. I thought it was June 3rd. The article says July 3rd. Hold on. <laughs> no. Netflix? What is the correct answer? <laughs> exactly, because I could have sworn... I don't think Netflix even knows. <laughs> Netflix would be like, unknown. June 3rd. June 3rd. June 3rd. Because July 3rd is a Saturday. Well, well then, that's a typo. Yeah. Well, the last article I had a typo for the word character. I'm just like, did nobody run spell check before they published this shit? Um, they also no, not a lot at do. The yeah, at the bottom of the article, um, Naoko, her name is spelled wrong, too. So, <sighs> so one thing I forgot to mention. Side my... notes. <laughs> One thing I forgot to mention during my weekend day is that me and Emily, we went to book off and I found some interesting finds. I picked up these two uh, soundtracks from Soccer Wars. Ooh, ooh nice. I love nice. Soccer Wars. Great Say what? Series. Who said they like Soccer Wars? I do. Oh, okay. I, mean, it's a I great haven't series. seen all of it, but I like it. And don't forget the Too fact... that all my... Uh... All my exposure to what comes from the Project Cross Zone games. I actually picked up the the Blu-ray of the entire TV series. It's like thirteen bucks on Amazon, but nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like I saw from when I posted that bootleg Fushigi Yugi CD, everybody was just like having memories and shit, you know. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here going, "Do y'all not realize this is a bootleg?" That was the only reason why I posted it. The fact that. Someone able was able to pass off a bootleg CD to book off, but I would it's have not to, that they didn't know; it's that they didn't care. Probably. And the thing is, right now, I think this is going to be one of the best CDs in my collection. I also picked up 
PGSM Dear My Friend CD. Nice. It was like five bucks, so I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely picking this up. Definitely picking this up. I already have it ripped on my hard drive, but I, but a physical copy? Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm not passing that up. Which reminds me, I probably need to start making more trips to book off. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Next up is um another action, action, another figurine, which is kind of interesting. I never saw this coming. Um, now, as we all know, we have... Uh, uh, let's see. Let me actually go grab it. Ugh. Here we go. So... Kota Bukia actually put out a series of figurines called the Bishojo series, and it's for My Little Pony, is one of them. And as you can see here, I have the Rarity figurine. And I've already pre-ordered the uh, Princess Luna one, because it's because it's actually fucking gorgeous, and I'm like, I really need that. Yeah, so, I want the Luna one. Yeah. Side note, have I accidentally purchased bootlegs because... They are duplicates of CDs I had years ago that broke. Yes. But it was also because I missed the Sanmei insignia. Bro, I actually tossed almost all of my Sanmei CDs because I had digital copies. But, um, anywho. Looks like there's going to be a Hatsune Miku My Little Pony Bishoujo figure. And I'm just staring at it going, what? Literally, in the vein of Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? So basically, Kotobuki. It looks like some. Oh, sorry. Never mind. No problem. Uh, I'll, I'll land out later. Okay. So it seems that Kotobuki and Hasbro will be adding the My Little Pony Bishoujo figurine, um, featuring the stars of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic as both cute girls and the original pony selves. Uh, the tweet in regards to it gives everyone a sneak peek at what Mika will look like in the world of the series and what we can expect overall for the figure. There's no word yet when. You can expect the actual figure to go on sale, but if follow uh, the official Hatsune Miku Twitter account to find out. And so, and if I remember correctly, last week, that account got flagged because it was being run by somebody underage. And I'm just like, wait, what? Now, let me um, show y'all what this looks like. It's a small picture, but, you know, now you have, like, a general idea of how it looks. And I kind of want Hasbro to animate a single-shot episode of My Little Pony with Hatsune. Her and, um... What's the name of the other pony that do music? Oh, God. Vinyl something? Vinyl Scratch, yeah. And there is another one. Vinyl Scratch, DJ Pony, and I think there's an Octavia. I would love to see them do a single shot together. That would be kind of cool. And I'm staring, honestly, I'm, staring, I'm like, I kind of want it, but at the same time, I don't. Because I already have, um, I already started collecting Hatsune figures. I have one, and I think I told the update story on that. If not, I'll save it for next week. And I have two more in my in my Amazon cart that's like, I want them because I like this. I like how they look. So, you know, so there you go with that. And now last story of the night is Kroger using um 
Dr. Light and his two children to recruit for uh for jobs. Oh boy. So a Twitter user called Not Sam Waterman, really like really convincing cover by the way, <laughs> tweeted about a rather particular discovery at a Kroger's grocery store. A hiring advertisement with some familiar looking faces. The tweet has since been deleted, but another photo of the ad can be found in the replies, courtesy of another Twitter user. And it is, it is, you know, open interviews Monday through Saturday, 1 through 4 p.m. And it shows Dr. Light from Mega Man and uh, Rock and Roll also as employees of Kroger. And the funny thing is, I didn't even put two or two together on this till somebody else said something. I was like, "That was like the first thing oh. I, I thought of when I looked at it." Like, like, wow, is Doctor Light really that hard up for money that he has to take a job at a friggin' grocery store? Wait, that actually is Doctor Light. Look, Doctor Light is working part time for the benefits to take care of the kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Whenever Wiley needs money, he just knocks over a bank or a casino. <laughs> He's trying to raise his two children correctly. <sighs> and oh, as Ron before twenty one says, COVID hit Doctor Light hard. Ouch! That was a good one. I have to admit. Also, Dr. Light looks... It it looks like he's being forced to smile like that. No, I mean... On, uh, I've worked in a supermarket, and there are those days where you do come in smiling, and then there are those days you come in looking like Rock, okay? Rock looks like if this one... Like, if I have, have to listen to one more fucking Karen ask for the goddamn manager, <laughs> she's getting a metal blade right in the face. But I will say, working in a supermarket, you do have job security along the lines of work at the Postal Service, but, you know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure punching out a customer is grounds for termination. It is, but but when you work for the Postal Service, they just send you home for a week and tell you to come back because you actually did your job, so. Hmm. Anyhow. Come on. There we go. Now we're at the part of the show that you all basically stick around for. Meanwhile, in Japan. And unfortunately, that is my cue. All right, Mako-chan. Sorry, Mako. Happy 500th episode. Um, and everyone, uh, I will see you next week. Feel better. Get Thanks. well soon. Later. Later. All right, we flipped we flip that that one out. So if I had known, I probably wouldn't have put in the extra article, but we got time. So, you know, let's see how this goes. I take the first one. Go for it. I'll take the last one, too, if no one else wants it. Sure. Okay, okay. go. What about you, Wild Twice? Um, I will take... Uh... The third one. <laughs> I had a feeling you were, so I'll take the second one. Okie dokie. So, uh, let's start off with uh, these two cats who won't give up on trying to enter, enter a Japanese art museum. 
Uh, when the Hiroshima Onomichi City Museum of Art debuted a show entitled Cats, Mitsu Mitsuwaki Waka Photography Exhibition, <clears throat> a few days after the feline-centric ex exhibit opened, a black cat showed up. It was a fun little thing to joke about a cat trying to break its way into see art of its own people, but it was immediately turned away by a museum security guard. A year later, that same black cat came back once again and tried to slip past the guard. There wasn't an art exhibit on cats this time, so the cat just must have been an art lover, but he was also turned away. Without the proper tickets for entry, the guests, the guests had been turned away by the museum guards time after time. Cats can't buy tickets, and cats cannot enter the museum. At least the friendly security security guard consoled its feelings by giving it loving scratches before sending it on its way. And then, a while later, the same black cat showed up again and tried to enter the museum. Only this time, it bought a friend. There was two art-loving kitties trying Aww. to sneak past the uh, in the museum, and each time were snagged by the guard. The frequent visits since made the cats quite popular at the security art and museum that they've been named Ken-chan, or Black Hat, and Gosaku, or Go-chan, and have been immortalized in the museum itself in the form of tote bags and other merch. And it's... They just want to let it... Like, they just want to see the exhibits. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> Oh, look at the uh, picture! Look at the picture in the uh, tote bag. Gives the guys like it, it, it gives new meaning to the term "move" a moving image. You know, like come on. And for some reason, that article is not popping up. Yeah, that website is kind of weird. I ended up having to just type "museum" into the search engine, okay. and uh, it eventually came up. Yeah, like, the first time I clicked on the link, it sent me to something completely different. Yeah. I hate sites that do that, you know. I'm here to see this, not that. Yeah. All right. Let, let's see what what's up next. Because yeah, I actually went on to the, uh, to, to, like, to the listing of all the articles to make sure I had actually copied the, the link correctly. So, so I, I, this X article, I totally get. Because I do have people with pets, and they love their pets, and they have. Ba I know a couple people may who basically have gone into debt over their pets, and, and I get that. So in this case, a Japanese cat owner has to sell his sports car to pay for the medical bills for his or his feline companion, and evidently, the buyer gets top dollar for it. Congrats to him. So basically, um, a Jap a Yahoo Japan auction user that goes by a screen name of Lays sided uh, with his pet cat uh, in regards to this. His pet cat is named Silk, and the cat was recently diagnosed with a potentially deadly viral gastrointestinal condition called feline infectious periodontis, which requires costly medical treatment. And with all the bills adding up, Ladies decided to raise money for his cat's care by auctioning off his 1989 Toyota Supra, which he has owned since at least 1993. No one owns the same car for 28 plus years unless they really, really like it. And Lay's Supra is even a left-hand drive model that he brought back to Japan with him after a stint studying abroad in the U.S. 
Despite the fact that domestic right-hand drive versions were sold in Japan because he doesn't just love Supras, he loves his Supra, which I totally get. Lays explained on the car auction page that he had no intentions of selling his car, but his car has but his cat has been diagnosed with FIP. Word then started spreading on social media about the circumstances behind the sale, and a few bids came in until someone who lives near Lays in Osaka Prefecture contacted him to ask if he could come take a look at the car and said as long as it was in good condition, he'd like to purchase it right away for its listed buy it now price. And the buy it now price is two point seven million dollars which translates to twenty six thousand and ninety dollars oh you mean oh 2.6 million yeah okay 2.7 million yep. like... the car has a lot of sentimental value built into it but it's a pretty high figure for a super of that age with over 168 kilometers which equivalents to about 105 miles on it even accounting for its variety for its various cosmetic and performance mods as well for comparison, a similar model currently on sale on Yahoo Japan has a buy it now price of 1.35 million yen, which translates to about, I'd say about $14,000, give or take, with no bids and two days left. But after a quick visual inspection, the buyer who runs a construction company agreed to pay the full price because just like Lay's, he loves both cats and cars. I have a cat of my own, said the buyer, and it must be so hard for you right now. Lays offered to knock off a bit of the price due to some cosmetic damage, but the buyer politely declined the discount, saying he plans to pay for various restoration costs out of his own pocket. He's even going to build a garage for it on his office property in order to keep the paint nice and protect it from the elements. Wow. If he's planning to do all of that, the buyer must be planning to get plenty of use out of the Supra, really, if you think. But he really isn't, though. He already has a number of other cars to drive, and ideally, he doesn't even want to keep Lay's car for very long. The buyer is hoping to sell the Supra as soon as possible, but he's hoping to sell it right back to Lay's without making a single yen of profit. I'll clean your Supra up and store it like a decoration, the buyer told him. Once Silk Challenge treatments are done, come buy it back from me at the same price you sold it to me. And remember how the two men live close to each other? Think of me as the friend who likes the same car as you, the buyer told him. And when you miss it, come by to visit and take it out for a spin. Basically, it's more of a loan than anything else. And it's even better than that because in addition to the cost of the car, the buyer tossed in an additional 100,000 yen to help pay for the cat's medical expenses. Because really, when one car lover is helping out another, it's always nice to go the extra mile. That's really nice. Good for him. Yeah, that, Nice guy. That's really nice. I like that. That's a feel-good article. <laughs> we need more of that. Yes. Yeah. And now we go from feel good to wait what now? <laughs> so um, we have this Japanese woman who wants an office romance, but doesn't have a job. However, she figures out how to make her dream come true. So while in some countries people like to keep their professional and romantic lives completely separate, in Japan there's no shortage of people who find the love of their life among their co-workers. For many single office workers, the idea of shinai renai in company romance is appealingly idealistic. What, with a couple being able to see each other cool, coolly and com competently handling the challenges of their job with a secret mutual glance or a subtle smile, putting a spring in their step until they're out of the office and can be more openly affectionate. Unfortunately, Japanese Twitter user 
Lenin Kudamochi first furtive desire for an office romance hit a snag. The problem isn't that she doesn't have a boyfriend. The problem is she doesn't have a job. Whoops. But that's no obstacle that the power of love can't overcome, and so Kuramochi figured out how to make her dream come true. She may not have a job, but she does have business apparel in the form of her suit that she wore to her college entrance ceremony. It still fit fine, so she slipped it on and then moved on to the next stage of her plan, making an imitation employee badge. Wow. She then made the one hour <laughs> She then made the one hour commute to her boyfriend's office. She showed up and got a hold of him right as he was about to start his lunch break and let him know she'd made a bento box lunch for both of them. So the two of them found a bench in a nearby garden and enjoyed the kind of intimate lovey dovey coworkers lunch that Kuramochi had been fantasizing about. Her clever lunch date plan earned her applause from other Twitter users who left comments like, so sweet, I wish someone loved me this much. As a side note, while Kuramochi describes herself as not having a job, that's just the nine to five cents as she's an aspiring painter. It's also worth pointing out, her employee badge isn't an actual attempted forgery as the company name is presented as SDS being an acronym for S. Daisuke. I love S, that being the first letter of her boyfriend's name. <laughs> but while the badge may be fake, her affection is genuine, as proven by the fact that, according to her badge, she's the CEO of SDS. And when she said she was a painter, I just hope I just hope no one over there asked to uh, pay her an exposure. Mm. Right. Looking at her picture, she, she looked... She... She doesn't look happy. Well, she didn't have a job, so. No, I'm just being like she looks like she's about to summon her her, in, her internal gothic gothicness and just bring it all out. <laughs> all right. So, wait, hold on for all a second. Right. Hold on, hold on. Ah, uh, the. Their kids are running around upstairs. I'm hearing like a squeaking sound. I'm like, they're probably jumping on the damn couch. Huh. At this time of night. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that uh, rambunctious, you know, what else can you do? I was thinking right. something else, but there are literally are kids running around upstairs as I'm hearing the couch um, coils. Anyway, shall we uh, get mm -hmm. this last one? Yep. Yes. A Shinkansen driver was disciplined for taking the bathroom break while the train was going 150 kilometers an hour. Usually, when you gotta go, when you gotta go, but not when you're driving the bullet train. Gives the means you gotta go fast. <laughs> it wasn't very wise. It wasn't a very wise choice for one e employee of East Japan Railway to ask someone to keep an eye on things while he was away from the seat to hit the bathroom because the seat was the driver's seat of the bullet train. But on May 16th, the westbound Hikari, uh, Hikari 663 Shinkansen was making its way down the Takedo Shinkansen line from Tokyo to Shinosaka. The entire trip takes about three hours, but at some point between Atami and Mishima stations in Shizuoka, the driver who was experiencing stomach pain called a conductor into the driver's compartment. He then asked the conductor, who was not licensed to drive the Shinkansen, to keep an eye on the tracks ahead and look out for any trouble, and then went to use the bathroom. <sighs> Ugh, pardon me. 
You good. Raps taking inspiration from Shinkansen himself, the driver returned in effect of three minutes. While he was doing his business, the train was traveling at 150 kilometers an hour, which is about 93 miles an hour. Meaning it carried roughly 160 passengers, seven and a half kilometers without a driver at the controls. I mean, no, like, ugh, no accident. No accidents occurred during the bathroom break, but JRE's management is still upset over the unnecessary risk the train's passengers were put in by the driver. <sighs> uh, she cancels the operating procedure, dictates that the driver becomes ill or physically unable to drive. You must inform central control mate and only make they may only have another employee take its place if they are two are licensed to drive. If not, the train must be stopped until the driver is once again fit to drive or a qualified replacement can take over, which is what he should have done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's got to be one hell of a shit. I mean, I think at that point, you know how like airline airplanes have like a co-pilot maybe it's time that these shinkansen's have a, a secondary drive a co-pilot to switch back and yep. forth you know mm -hmm. that makes sense because i'll tell yeah. you this when when i go handle business in my bathroom it ain't gonna take three minutes because i'll tell you this if it was me that shinkansen would have fucking crashed <laughs> it'd be like eh, just put it on cruise control it'll be fine <laughs> 12 seconds. Yeah. And it just Here's goes control. vaulting off the tracks. At least we tried. And if you look to your right, you'll see the EC, which we are about to crash head first into. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> but still funny. So, you ready to get up on out of here? Oh yeah. Past Wild Spice's bedtime. <laughs> I know. I know. So I really appreciate you coming in this week for the, for uh, for joining us, and you will be joining us next week too, right? Uh, uh maybe. I okay. Think so I don't know. all right. Well, like I said, you know, Ichigo is out for a few weeks due to her husband's new work schedule, so she's not sick or anything, but gotta make a proper adjustment so wild spice koi bug and whoever else will be joining in here and there to kind of keep us company that way we don't too badly destroy shit so anywho if you like the show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers independent podcasters so what we tell you what we like and don't like we're actually being straight up about it so if you have any questions about the show drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget our website, which is AnimeJamSession.com, where you will find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, uh, cosplayer interviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, links to our convention, video, uh, convention coverage, links to our con photos, links to our con videos, editorials, and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you know, we have a podcast that comes out every night right after this. So whatever pro app you use for catching podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod Culture, Pod This, Pod That, Apple Podcasts, just search Anime Jam Session and you'll catch over 500 episodes over almost 10 years of good quality stuff. Quality. <laughs> 
And don't forget to follow us on social media. Follow us at Anime Jam Session on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And the tip jar is listed down below. Uh, any little bit that comes in goes right back into the show. We really appreciate that. And we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, this has been a hell of a lot of fun doing a show with you guys. I'm surprised you've kept me around as long as you have. <laughs> of but, course, uh, here's dude. here's 500 more, you know? Wild Spice, last words. Happy 500 episodes. Woo! <laughs> My last words, 500 episodes, wow. I appreciate all of you, Wild Spice, Ari, Mako, Koi, Ichigo, everybody that's helped us from the past to now. Thank you for kind of making my little brainchild into something awesome. It is truly appreciated. So that is it, end of list. We're gonna get out of here and relax. There's a thing of ice cream in my future. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Wild Place. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Say good night, Wild Spice. Good night, Wild Spice. Perfect. Awesome. See you next week. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit! For transcripts of this episode, start typing! Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!